Hey guys, what's going on? Thanks for tuning into the show. I just wanted to let you know that this episode right here, it contains explicit content. So if you got some kids around, if you got the dogs around and you don't want them to hear bad language, you want them to hear some really, really dirty words, I'd put them to bed. Uh, other than that, enjoy the show. Talks with Talks, the podcast that talks. I'm your host, Tevin West. We'll usually discuss sports news, current events, in and out of the town, and both random and special topics. We'll have guests that swing by from time to time. Stay tuned. Man, let me tell you, real pain is when you record 22 minutes of absolute fire, raw, and authentic podcast material and to find out that once you get done hit and record that you never hit um, the 48 voltage button on your focus right audio interface so therefore when you were speaking into your uh nicely uh minted 35 dollar golden mic you never knew that you weren't recording a single bit of noise so it's just 22 minutes of nothing. I and mean, I recorded some really good stuff. And so I'm I'm left with a dilemma here. Now, it's not really a dilemma because I could I could walk the whole dog back, but it's it is. So it's like do I retell the story that I already told or do I move forward with my life? I think I'm going to do a little bit of both. I think I'm a little bit of both. All right. So, yeah, it's cool. Uh we'll start with some uh with some town talk. We'll talk we'll start with some town talk and then I'll wrap it up with an experience that I had. Um it was 12:39 and I promised I'd get the uh episode 12 out to you guys last night. So, um but I was technically like like doing it like last night. I just it's into the next day, but never you mind that. Let's start with some town talk, town business. Business share success from Warner Robins food truck roundup. Um, interest forms for the twenty twenty four monthly food truck roundups are open. They close on December first. So, if you know anything about the town, we do food trucks. Then we do food truck Fridays and Perry Warner Robins. I'm not sure where they do their food trucks at or when they do their food trucks but i didn't know perry has like a whole thing because when i go see my baby boy um 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 on fridays on the on fridays when i'm going to see my baby boy um it says like the the uh the gates are blocked off or not the gates the roads are blocked off so what are robins the city of Warner robins started their monthly food truck roundups in august to give people a true taste of international city Rick and Lynette Dantzler have a combined 30 years of ex- of cooking experience. Oh, man, so long time. So 15 years each. His meats, my sides. We combined them, and we decided we want to open up a food truck, Lynette said. For the last three years, uh, they made sure their customers at Rick, Rick, Rick D's barbecue walk away. This is this is man. I'm sorry. I literally stopped because I was there's a a couple above me or something going on where the dude is just like absolutely laying into it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> For the last three years, they made customers at Rick D's barbecue walk away with happy faces and satisfied satisfied bellies. We have collards. We have mac and cheese. We have all the sides you can think of. She said, "Do you also have fried squash?" Yeah, because there's this because I listen to one oh five nine and there's an ad that comes on. It's like talk about Carter's fried chicken. And it's always this dude always like mentions the 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 freaking fried squash. Like la woody woody woo, Carter's fried chicken and the fried squash. Like the fried squash like bro, like I don't ask about the fried squash. And then I went to go see some family 
in um and this is part of my story that I had told on the recording that I was supposed to have. So I'm mixing it in, but I went to go see some family and Cordell and some family that was from Miami was also there. And so um, it was uh, it was Carter's Fried Chicken was there. And that's where Carter's Fried Chicken was, was in was in Crisp County. Um, but uh says we have collars, we have mac and cheese. We have all the sides you can think of. So I was just thinking of fried squash, like because. That dude be talking about the fried squash and Carter's fried chicken. Like that's the best thing there. We normally take, we normally try to take uh, the food truck out at least four or five times a month. On that said, they also were at a food truck roundup in October. It was a great experience. Rick said, according to the city of Warner Robins reports, the three events brought over twenty one to twenty one thousand seven hundred people. Dang! It also has brought nearly seven hundred eight thousand business sales. Anytime we're able to go out in the community, make them happy and, and make money, it's a success for me. He said, for sure, for sure. We want to be known for doing good business if we're entrepreneurs. Rick says that the success wasn't just in the money or the new customers, but the tools that they walked away with. You definitely have your game face on. Your prices have to be competitive. Uh, as Rick said, the city started roundups and the city changed its ordinance this fall to make selling easier for these businesses um lynette says it was a benefit you get to see new ideas new visions and you can you can use them to grow she said the couple can't wait to keep sharing their barbecue with the more with the with the rest of the community vendor interest forms for the 2024 monthly food truck roundups are now open the application closes on December 1st. Any forms turned in after that will be put on a wait list. If you'd like a taste of Rick D's barbecue, you can find them soon at their new store at 198 Old Perry Road off Highway 96. Look at that. Look at that. So I share that story because um, I wanted to kind of like ask you uh, about um, maybe certain things that you uh you hold dear and this also goes to my last this is to my recorded my lost recording this also goes hand in hand with that but it's kind of like what do you what do you have um that is kind of like some something that you you know that you're you're good at but um but you but you choose not to do it and you know you could like make it into something but you just choose to kind of sit on it what's that you know what I mean? For these people, it was a food truck. So just kind of wanted to talk about that to ask you, like, what business, like, would you start, like, if you could just start one? Like, would you start a food truck business? I think if I could just start a business, just, like, to start one, I'd probably start, like, like an apparel store where you can get certain nice cool little items even though i'm not like a dressy person i'm really not i have like a few things and i wear them like all the time like one of my things that i really have is like a bubble coat it's like a bubble coat from like and make you think of like um like mace like you know bad boy take that take that you know or or um like missy elliott trash bag who got the keys to the jeep you know what I mean? Can't stand the rain. Super duper fly. That type of thing. Um, that's what I got going. That's what I think I would do if I I was just doing it on a whim. This is something I, I like. So, you know, maybe this could turn into like a media company or something like that. That's kind of like the idea when it's all said and done. But yeah, if you could just start a business or like maybe what's what's something that you hold hold to that you know you're good at that like you would do it but it's just it does something to you like it frustrates you too much to touch it you know what i mean at first like for me right like i know that i can do and this like i said this like this this goes into the um conversation that is lost to mankind because it never recorded but um for me it's like soccer right what i mean by that i mean like I could be like a, a great soccer coach. I have been a great soccer coach before. 
As a matter of fact, shout out to my 2004 Southern Lions football boys. We we won the classic, uh, the the Division Three uh, state title, Division Three state title, as a as a classic five team. I don't even know if they have classic five anymore. But we went from classic five to classic three. So I've done it before um, as a coach, and uh, <clears throat> I know that. And I've also done it as a private coach as well. I've had I've had um, a lot of people that I've been able to coach. I don't know about mentor. I wouldn't say mentor. I don't think I've ever mentored anybody. I would say, like, help guide. You know what I'm saying? Um, I've had a lot of that, and I've had a lot of success in that, but I don't want to really touch soccer like that anymore. And that was – and maybe, maybe you know, maybe that recording got lost for a reason so I could, so I could have more authenticity here. Um, I just have like a love and hate relationship with soccer. I just got through playing a soccer game. Well, not just got through. It's almost one o'clock now. But I'm when I came in here, like I came from my soccer game that I got my ass whooped. Like I beat six zero. I'm a goalkeeper, so it's like even though it wasn't my issue, like except for the last goal, the last goal was my issue. But even though it really wasn't my issue, it was just like, gosh, bro. We were doing really well, and then we just, like, gave the game to them. Like, we didn't even get a chance. And as, like, as a goalkeeper, like, if you don't even get a chance to make a save, like, we had two PKs called on us, like, within 10 minutes from each other. And then it was 2-0, and it was 3-0 at half. And it's like, it's hard to come back from that. You know what I'm saying? If you've never seen what a PK is, penalty kick, it's a spot kick from 12 yards away from the goal. Like, it's a goal most times, like 8 out of 10. <clears throat> so the first was I hit the post. I went the wrong way, and the second one I went the right way, and he still dug it into the bottom corner. But I said that to, like, go back to the last question, like, hey, you ever do something, like, you know, like, <coughs> you can – you can do it. You'd have success. Like I knew it. Like I, I went to uh, Florida to get my D license. U.S. Soccer Federation has like a classification of license, and it goes from like D all the way to A. And then there's like a, I think a college, a pro, something like that. But they have all these lists of licenses, and I think that's, <clears throat> I think that is a racket. I think that is a money grab. I think that. Don't know licenses cost that much money, but that's neither here nor there. And so I went to Florida for my D license because the all the classes that they had in Georgia were full when they were at Peachtree City. So I couldn't get into them, so I went to Orlando. Drove five hours. I was there for a weekend. I got my D license. They actually they actually like offered me a job. Space Coast United awesome offered me a job there. <clears throat> Spot two British dudes. So like I don't know if you know this or not, but like when a like if a, if a British like soccer dude who's like and they were like they were like pretty much like top dogs at the club. Like if they if they notice you, you know, give you kudos like in the soccer community, like that's kind of like cool because like so what I'm trying to tell you is not to brag. I'm just telling you like I I know soccer and I could do soccer as a coach. I could be really successful. With it. I could be I could be successful like right now but i just can't do it man i can't do it i guess that's my example i just can't i don't feel like doing that like i don't feel like doing the ins and outs to it like the way that they was doing the the coaching sessions and stuff and the way that you got to set it up it just took the it, it sucked the life out of me and it wasn't fun anymore like it wasn't like if it's not I have something to say regarding that yeah heck yeah this is like I love this because like now you now this is potting space so it's like I have something to tell you so it's like if you doing something that and you're trying to figure out if you're passionate about it or not this is how you can figure out if like you're passionate about it I feel like and you could say like screw your passion you know screw what you feel screw your motivation you could but you know I feel like you need to have some type of like I enjoy this, but when you, if you know if you if you really really like some, 
that when you're doing like the day to days, because it's always going to be a day to day with something that you're doing. I don't care if you like or not. It's a day to day to it. It's a grind to it. It's a you got to build a consistency to get like um, see any form of progress or to, you know, become some of like to me a subject matter expert in it. You know what I'm saying? And if you're a person worth your salt, you want to. So <clears throat> it's like if you don't like doing the day to day. You know what I'm saying? It's probably not for you. So I was like, with coaching, I stopped wanting to write up sessions. I stopped wanting to, you know, schedule, you know, um, train trainings. I stopped, you know, really wanting to be on the sideline and coaching. I stopped wanting to do a lot of things. I stopped, <clears throat> for me, a big thing for me, to be honest, a big thing for me when I first started was like praying with my kids. You know what I'm saying? That's just something, you know, I always like whether I do a solo session or I'm doing a group session, you know what I'm saying? I always ask, you know, the kid like, hey, can I pray with you? Hey, I like to pray before and after. And I always do that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, So but when um when I start wanting to do that. You know, when I stopped wanting to get get that to them, I felt like then I was just worried about, okay, uh, how much is this session and how much they're going to pay me and this and that. What do I get at the end of the month for this? Once I started feeling like that, I was like, I need to get away from this. So for me, that's how like soccer makes me feel and, and on that level because a lot of people that know that I coach – would say like oh man you should be coaching like you're not done coaching yet like and also like that was just like a special group of boys you know what i'm saying like on some real stuff like not even joking like there's so many of, the, of those young men that uh i was able to build with uh when, when i first got them i'm speaking about my 2004 boys man like now this is before I had kids, so these were like my kids, you know, like but it's not like I was gu- I was guiding them. I wasn't their father or something. So it was just like but they hung on words that I said, so I it meant something to me. So it was just like the year that I got them, I came from like a mission trip. I was doing a sports camp around the US for the gospel. And it was like when I got back, you know what I'm saying? I was like, Oh, uh we're gonna stick you with this team. Cause I was doing travel coaching um, along with my last year of college. So it was like, it's before I started working um, for the government. And it was like, oh, um, we're going to stick you with this team. They'll, You know, when you're a first coach, like, they don't, um, they don't, <laughs> you're not going to get the best team. You're going to get the worst team or, you know, so the B team. So they stuck me with these, these group of kids. I just, I'm talking about, I just got back from, I'm first off the plane from Colorado. You know what I'm saying? That's what the last place we were in the six states. One of the ones was Colorado. <sighs> did we end in Colorado? I'm not sure. Or did we end in Arizona? I'm not sure. Kansas. We ended in Kansas. Elkhart, Kansas. Shout out Elkhart, Kansas. Gosh, if you think Warner Robins is small, you'll hang Pen Elkhart. It's like 1950, like, stuck. But anyway, uh, yeah. So we, um, what was that? What was that? Help me, help me real quick. What was that? What was that? I don't know. I don't know. I lost it. I really did. I really did. But anyway, um, soccer is one of those things that I, I just really, I don't really want to do it like that anymore. But it was just, it got, I got drew back into it, basically. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, now, um, I'm with my boys, and we're playing, and we get mobbed up just 6-0, and it's just, it's super embarrassing, and um, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like the way it made me feel, I didn't like the way it made me feel, but, oh yeah, I was talking about my 2004 boys, sorry, it's late, man, but yeah, my 2004 boys, um, that was a really good group, and it was really hard to, uh, it was really hard when I outgrew them and our team broke up. It was really hard 
for me to find my groove again. And I never really was a head coach again. I was an assistant coach and it just never, I really never got my confidence back and stuff. So that's just, I don't touch that, but you know, back on this business thing, like what's something that you would do? You know, I was just asking like, what was something that you would do that, you know, you necessarily like, you know, you're good at it, but you know, if you get submerged in into it, like you're not going to want to do the day to day. You know what I mean? If you don't want to do the day to day, like I said, I wasn't trying to, I wasn't really trying to take care with the sessions I was making. I wasn't really trying to follow up on the player's development and things of that nature. I was just kind of going out there with some balls. and like, oh, we'll see what happens. And that's that's dangerous, a dangerous spot. So, I had to, like, like I said, once I got done and I couldn't pray, with, like I didn't feel the need to do that anymore. I just jump right into it. I was like, okay, let me just – let me uh, – because that's one of my things. So, I was like, let me just switch, switch modes, I guess, but – yeah so for me uh the food truck thing is pretty cool um and uh let's let's take us let's take a look at some more news and I'll, i'll talk to you about um the soccer thing i guess i mean it's not really that much to it it's just we got beat really bad and it wasn't really i'm not i don't want you to think i'm dogging my teammates or something because i'm not i'm saying it was just actually Devontae mitchell (sighs) <sighs> one of my teammates, cousin as well, uh, longtime soccer mate. He was just like, because I was like, man, should I, you know, go on the pod? I was in the, I was in the car. I had just parked, um, coming back from McDonough. That's what we played at. We played in McDonough. Played at Georgia Revolution. It was like, man, should I go in there and talk about this? Because I don't really know if this is. I mean, he was like, no, nah, like, you should make the space as authentic as possible. You know what I'm saying? Go in there and. Let them know what's going on with you. And also, like, I want to tell you guys that uh, yeah, sometime in the future soon, I'm going to be um, starting up a a YouTube space. Uh, now, the YouTube space is not going to be Talks Radio. Um, excuse me. The YouTube space will be... Um, uh, the YouTube space will be a place where we kind of talk about the sp- more uh topics uh outside of the podcast maybe discussing how um i'm doing in the podcast we'll, we can talk about a lot of that stuff too and i'm 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 not really sure how it goes on live streams but i'm gonna get it set up um pretty soon so that way i can get that going so that way we can we can start to interact with each other because i noticed that you guys are taking a liking to well, what I got going on, and and I appreciate the support. So I just want to um, find more ways to connect with you guys, and um, we can chop it up for real, for real. Um, cause uh, yeah. So uh, going into going in more um news for the town. Let's see here. So they keep talking about this. Uh, there's like on 13 WMAZ. I'm on 13 WMAZ. Shout out Frank Malloy. Um. Lady Lady Rosalind Jimmy Carter releases a statement after Lady Rosalind's death. So this isn't town business. The date and uh he was born in Georgia. Only president I think that was born in Georgia and was a president. He was um president and um he's from Plains, Georgia. But um he was president in the eighties. But Rosalind and Jimmy Carter hold the record of the longest married couple. Oh, it's his wife. Yo. Yo, I just wanna say that I apologize for my ignorance. Um it's showing. I didn't know that. I didn't even pay attention. I didn't know that that was I didn't realize that it was his wife. So this dude is upstairs going crazy right now. Somebody, but that's not my concern. Um, Rosalind Carter and Jimmy Carter hold the second longest couple married in record for record of the longest married couple in presidential history, celebrating seventy seven celebrating their seven seventy seventh anniversary. 
former Jimmy Carter, former President Jimmy Carter is remembering first former former First Lady Rosalind Carter. Y'all got to bear with me, y'all. I've, it's one it's one on three a.m. and I be I'm slurring my words, but look, we gonna get it. We be we gonna get it. Um, his best friend and closest advisor during one of his one, during his term as a U.S. president who died on Sunday at the age of ninety six. So she died at the age of ninety six. Now let me ask you a question out there. Uh, and I just I think I'll put it in. Nah, maybe for a better maybe. For, yeah, maybe. I might. I might. I might. And then the um, polls. But this is why I want to do live streams. Because I, I have. Do you think men and women can be best friends? Like, as, like, you know, like, if I want to be a friend with a woman. Like, with whom? Do you think men and women can be best friends? Or do you, like, one's not trying to get it from that me personally, RP. Um, me personally, I do think that men and women can be platonic friends. I didn't used to think so, but some events that have happened in my life made me realize that you can. And uh, but there are men do not out there that do not subscribe to that, and I don't judge you for not subscribing to it. Because everybody's viewpoints are different. But yeah, so the Carters were married for more than 77 years, forging what they both described as full partnership. You got that right. They got shows like the 90 Day Fiance, Yellow out here being married for 77 years. That's crazy. You know, the world is so messed up that, like, on like some real stuff like that, like a dude might be like, I can't believe he was with the same woman for like 77 years. But like, really that's like the best thing like that's like a most fulfilled life because like like usually it's like let's get as many as we can get <laughs> but uh rosalind was my equal partner in everything i ever accomplished former jimmy trump former president former president carter says sunday do you think jimmy carter says all this at 90 what 8 97 you think he'd be saying this or you think his uh representative team be putting it out there and paraphrasing. She gave me was well, she gave me wise guidance and encouragement <clears throat> when I needed it. As long as Rosalind was in the world, I always knew somebody loved and supported me. You know, you got relationships like that sometimes where it just work. You know what I mean? Um, and it just works. The Carter Center statement announcing her death uh, says she died peacefully with family by her side at two. 2 10 p.m. at her home in rural South Georgia, a, a community of Plains. It said a, a scheduled memorial events and funeral preparations would be released later. Um, Rosalind Carter spent months living with dementia. Just two days ago, it was announced that she had entered in the hospice care her home. Former President Carter 99 entered hospice care back in February. 99. Jimmy Carter is 99. He entered hospice back in February. <laughs> Bro's still alive. <laughs> That's Listen, man. Me personally, I have something to say. If you... There's a... Like, I don't... I don't... It doesn't matter to me what you believe. That's not what this podcast is about. I don't... That's not my issue. What I'm telling you is where, where, whatever you believe... I personally feel that regardless of what anybody believes, if a person is allowed to live to an age like that, or even like 80, my grandmother, when she died, my grandmother, Jesse May, she's like 83. I think that that's winning in life. And then the way that you go out, it's like, I'm around my family. Says she died peacefully with family by her side. Now, it does say she had dementia, living with dementia for months, but that means that it had just came on. So, before that, she had some quality of life in that time. You know what I'm saying? I mean, just to live through your your teens, your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, your 50s, your 60s, your 70s, your 80s, and to get to your 90s is just like you won. You know what I mean? 
like the game in terms it's not a game life's not a game but if we're talking about like somebody like longevity that's what you want you want longevity now you want the quality of life when you got the longevity but i mean you're not going to be able to control that i mean actually you are going to be able to control that but when you get to that point like holy crap and you got family still around Man, you won in my my eyes. So Rosalind is my best friend, the perfect extension of me, probably the most influential person in my life. Uh, yeah, she's your wife. People, you know, I just want to let you know that like the spouse takes precedence over a lot of things, and I just want to let you know that if you're married, if you're raising kids. It's cool. But understand something. You know what I'm saying? When when them kids get out the house and they leave you, and they will. They will. We always do. You're going to be left looking at each other. So, remember that. You're going to be stuck looking at each other. Because... That's how it started out. It was you and you and her, her and you, and that's how it's going to end. So, just food for thought there. Um, Rosalind is my best friend, the perfect extension of me. Jimmy Carter told AIDS during the White House years, which spanned from nineteen seventy seven to nineteen eighty one. So I was right. I have no idea what's going on above me. It's like it's it's some weird stuff going on above me, man. I I wouldn't I wouldn't even comment on it, but just I don't know what's going. On. I don't know what's going on above me. And President Jimmy Carter, you know, train Alexandria, Egypt. Heck yeah. Perks. Um, Rosalind and Jimmy hold the record for the longest married couple in presidential history with the couple separate celebrating seven seven better. A wedding anniversary. Okay, so I didn't know Rosalind Carter uh, passed away. I didn't know she was Jimmy Carter's wife. I apologize. Look, to end the show, I got something real special. Okay. So, just sit tight. Hold up. Okay. Um, to end the show, uh, we're going to do something different uh we're gonna go over some presidents uh list and we're gonna talk about who's the goat president all right so we'll start with mount rushmore mount with mount rushmore who's who's on the mount rushmore the mount rushmore presidents is <clears throat> teddy roosevelt I, I, I got it looked up i got it on the google but I'm just looking from afar. And it looks like it's George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, Teddy Roosevelt, and Thomas Jefferson. That's what it looks like just from afar. Okay, so it is. It is. All right. All right, so, so if we're talking about George Washington... Off the top, he, what did he do? He pretty much beat the British, and they tried to make him dictator for life, and he was like, nah, I'm going I'm, to I'm be president, and I'm going to make myself have two terms. That's pretty G. Or he didn't make that. That came into effect when FDR pretty much died in office, and it was like, because he was going to have like a... <laughs> He was going to have more than two terms, definitely, with the way that he was going. But, I mean, George Washington pretty much was like, nah, they tried to give him, like, emperor. And he was like, I don't want to do that. So he kind of get, like, brownie points for that. But George Washington, you know, he was with the founding fathers, basically. So he he's a side Like, he gets that. Thomas Jefferson, one of the founding fathers, um, a little lighter a little lighter in the ass, probably, than George Washington. I mean, he, he did write the Declaration of Independence. 
think he was involved in the Bill of Rights. So he, you know, he got softer hands. You know what I'm saying? George Washington, or Rough Rider, uh, t- ironically. That's the next person I'm talking about is Theodore Roosevelt. Theodore Roosevelt, young Teddy, or young Teddy, as they called him. Um, and, uh, Teddy, the Teddy Bears named after him. Because of Theodore Roosevelt, we have pretty much, um, like, meat that doesn't kill us. And meat that's not, like, done in the worst way. Like, he had a reporter go and uh, look at the meat industry in, like, Chicago and a couple of other places. And he wrote a book called The Jungle. And it changed, like, the meat industry forever. And, like, pretty much why people, the USDA and stuff was created. Um, if If Theodore Roosevelt was alive today... A lot of these big um, mon- monopoly vibe looking companies wouldn't exist. You know what I mean? A lot of these companies that are um, a conglomerate and they've bought up other companies. You know what I'm saying? They wouldn't be. You know what I mean? I don't know if Teddy Roosevelt would could get down with Apple. I don't know if Teddy Roosevelt could get down with Facebook. I don't know if Teddy because Ro- he's a trust buster. He's busting up all these big old, you know what I'm saying, conglomerates. That have these, you know, these this money in place. Um, he wants to spread it. So, yeah, Teddy Roosevelt was definitely um anti, not anti big business, just like anti monopoly type stuff. He wanted to spread it and make sure the commerce continued to go and not just in the hands of a few. But Teddy Roosevelt also um, was a big reason that we were able to um acquire um. Territory from the Spanish because in the Mexican American, or was it the Spanish American War? Sorry, he would he actually led um a cavalry called the Rough Riders into Cuba, and he uh I think they beat out the Spanish in Cuba as well, which might be how we got Guantanamo Bay. I'm not sure, but yeah, I mean he's a big part of that. Um, he ended up being um governor for governor for New York, and uh. They got him out of the governor seat of New York, and somebody, if I'm wrong, when I start having um, live streams, please correct me because this is off the dome right here. And so then, um, I mean, I would look it up, man, but I just I'm it's one eighteen, man, and I'm I'm just I'm pretty sure that this is right, but but uh, Theodore Roosevelt was like. Um, he was a he was a he was um he went in and he beat pretty much the spanish out of cuba and then it, and he was a governor <clears throat> in new york uh he's in political office in new york and they thought to themselves well he be making a lot of noise you know it's people that just be like this is the, you know they're just people that the squeaky wheel gets the grease is how they say it in my job He's probably like that times 10 in the government. So they was like, let's just move him to uh, vice president to shut him up. So they voted him in the front vice president to get him out of the, get him out of New York. You know what I'm saying? Because in New York, they was trying to do all the money schemes and he wasn't with it. And uh, lo and behold, I, I'm pretty sure. Um, now, let me look this up. I'm not sure. Was it William? It's not William Henry Harrison that died. It was, it was somebody that died. And then he had to come in office it was a it was um it was um let me see here i'm looking let's see guys i will look this up for you so when he died when old buddy died it was william mckinley yes william mckinley william mckinley died and uh if i if i'm not mistaken either he did he die in the rain or did he get shot i think he died of a gunshot wound yeah he's assassinated he died of gang due to gangrene due to gunshot got shot got gunshot wound uh but yeah so he was also um he was assassinated yeah so teddy roosevelt went from being um vice president where they thought they could have him there to shut him up to being president so that's the Mount Rushmore. Now we're going to get into the top ranked president. So if you think that that's like top, top, you know what I'm saying? That's your side. That's your, then yeah. But um, do I think that that's the top presidents? Um, 
I'll get into that when I get down here. But let's see the top. This is this is from 2021 Presidential Historian Survey. President's Survey 2021 C-SPAN. Abraham Lincoln is first. Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves um, symbolically and then sent Sherman to burn all the railroad ground, burn all the railroad lines down in Georgia. So then he did it physically because the South couldn't carry any more cargo to feed themselves or trains so they got starved out yeah and then he got shot and i'm pretty sure that um not only did he die but he could have like maybe he maybe he might have not he was gonna die but maybe he could have been done a different way but i heard story like the doctors was like took their finger you know back in the day they didn't really understand germs and stuff so which is crazy work and he just took his finger and like stuck it in that hole and was like digging around in it trying to get the bullet out you know what i'm saying and it's just like ow first of all that hurts that hurts second of all like why is nobody stopping this man because he's a doctor nobody ever stops a doctor they feed us that's another thing like doctors are not gonna save you before i go on this president thing that's why you come here. You come here to hear things like this. Pay attention. Your doctor is not going to save you. You're going to have to get better about the choices of food that you eat. You're going to have to get better about how you hydrate. You're going to have to buy a jug that lists like the, the ounces of water and stuff. You're going to have to eat, you know what I'm saying, a certain way. I was talking about how um, in the recordings lost to history, <laughs> I was talking about like how like soccer keeps okay. Anyway, I was talking about how soccer like changes me um, and it keeps me accountable though. You know, like in a way, like like in the breakfast in the morning, like I share. I was sharing my regimen. It was like uh, eggs or egg whites and spinach or kale. And usually, um, it's, uh, spinach usually, but I got kale this time. So we'll do egg whites or or eggs and then we'll do, um, sweet potato or a hash brown patty. Um, and then we'll do, we'll do, um, a little salad, like a little fruit salad, but it'll be like spinach, straight spinach, grapes and walnuts or apricot seeds apricot seeds are good um fight against free radical cells like so you don't get cancer and uh that that uh they're also kosher so there's that but yeah so then um i get uh and then at lunch i'll do like us another fruit salad and then i'll do animal protein because it feels better on my stomach it it tastes okay they're getting better but it used to be absolute it used to taste terrible you know it sounded like one flavor <laughs> like beef it's like vanilla now though and then um at dinner i'll just repeat what i did for breakfast i don't really eat chicken and stuff and fish i do but i don't like when it comes to meal prepping because like it's just i don't cook it i'll be drying it out I overcook it, undercook it, and then I have to cook it again and overcook it. And I don't be spicing it right. You know, I was talking to Annette. was my cousin. That was from Miami. I was in on Cordial, which is in Crips County. And she was like, yeah, you got to, like, spice that thing up. And I was just like, what you talking about? And she was like, when we started talking about Vernicia, one of my other cousins, she was had, like, cooking meatballs, you know what I'm saying, putting on... Um, Grape jelly in it, and I was like, "Grape jelly? What?" I, I mean, she's like, you know, my cousin Melvin, who's from Miami, he was like, "Yeah, like, you ever seen how, uh, like, they take um, meatballs at the parties and stuff, and they be putting, you know, they be tasting different." 
And I was like, I never really get out like that right now. But I think that I know what you're talking about in the past. And so, like, if people ask me about certain things, you know, like somebody asks somebody about something, they'd be like, yeah, 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 I know about it. But they really don't. See, that's not really me. Like, I know about a lot of things in passing. That's my thing. Like, I know about a lot of things in passing. And when I say that, like, I know about it through, like, pop culture because, like, I went to school for that and, like, my um, – and then, like, I went to school for communications and new media. So it's, like, I know a lot of pop culture stuff. I know a lot of pop culture references, but i never really seen a lot of pop culture stuff, like, for real, for real. But I know a lot of it. And so back to nutrition, but, yeah, I mean, so, to, like, it, soccer and stuff kind of helps me stay consistent with nutrition. Because I used to be known for having, like, such a terrible nutrition. Like, gosh, like, it would be cookies and pizza and stuff every day. So, really, really, um, I've been doing consistently for about three years. For real, for real. And uh, I was just telling you, like, the doctor's not going to save you. Because I was talking about Abraham Lincoln. when stop the guy from digging around his, you know, his head. With the, finding the bullet. But I only say that because, you know, like, doctors, they're getting worse because they're not being taught how to they're not being taught how to be doctors and, and help you they're taught how to be like pretty much your pusher man your drug your drug dealer it's a legal drug dealer them and the pharmacists you know what i'm saying they talk these chemical compounds about um freaking all the medicine all the all the dope that that the, the legal dope dealers push to you so um i'm gonna hop up off of that but yeah just quick tidbit like if you're dependent on the doctors, you lie to them anyway. When they ask you, like, do you drink? You say, uh, no. When you might drink, like, once or twice a week. So, like, if you're not even going to be truthful with your doctor, how they going to even help you? So, stop depending on the doctor to give you what you need. And then, like, go around the block, eat an apple, and, like, do those things. Keep doing them every day build good habits over time little by little so abraham lincoln's first george washington's second franklin delano roosevelt he created uh he helped us basically win world war ii harry truman dropped the bomb the atom bomb but but franklin did roosevelt franklin delano roosevelt was there pretty much through the entirety of world war ii except for the end um so he pretty much helped us lay it lay, lay it lay out a law um he created a lot of created a lot of the programs that you see a lot of medicaid and, um welfare plans with the square deal because we were coming up out of the depression so really i mean back then he was doing like true democratic liberal work i don't know what any of that both parties have shifted it over time so much but back then yeah it was really good that he did that um, Theodore Roosevelt, we've already discussed him. Dwight D. Eisenhower, Dwight out, Dwight D. Eisenhower, Dwight D. Eisenhower is number one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, five. Theodore Roosevelt's Theodore Roosevelt's four. Dwight D. Eisenhower is probably number five because he Dwight D. Eisenhower is actually in my top five because he uh he created the um international highway system. Yeah. General Dwight D. Eisenhower did that. And I think he com he commenced with the project in the 50s during the um, baby boomer, like, big time era. So he was the president during the baby boomer era, era, era the beginning of the baby boomers um, in the 50s, which is pretty cool. Like, you think about, like, all these time frames, just think about who the president was at the time and how it affected the times. You know what I mean? Like, Dwight D. Eisenhower was a president in the 50s? Yo, that's crazy work. And then you got Harry Truman, and Harry Truman's probably up there at number six because he kind of single-handedly, you know, stopped the World War II on the on the uh, on the Pacific Island front with the two bombs dropped on Nagasaki and Hiroshima. And for those of you who 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 are like, man, that's a human atrocity that we stack we we put on them, and we're America, we're so awful. This and that. Yeah, I get it. I understand that. I understand that. But listen to me. It was either them or us. So the only reason you're able to sit in your um your your uh, your Rivian and eat your freaking Big Mac or drink your freaking um de island detox tropical smoothie um is because 
it was either us or them. And they weren't going to quit. And by the way, they hit us first at Pearl Harbor. So, hey, people died in that too. Um, Thomas Jefferson, you know, soft hands. John F. Kennedy. John F. Kennedy, uh, well, we know about, we all know about JFK. So, Mr. Top Blowed. That was very insensitive. I apologize. He actually, like, people really love JFK. Like, people love JFK. I think possibly if, listen, I people love JFK. And when JFK died, that rubbed a lot of people the wrong way, for sure. Um, JFK, for me, was big because he was able to keep the um, civil rights movement um he did it's not like he was like advocating advocating for it but he definitely was like let's this is this is not a bad thing this is a good thing this is for progression so like he acknowledged that it was for progression and he kept he kept it moving he signed the papers to keep it moving so that was good he also averted things in the cuban missile crisis but he also has like a stain on his resume for on the bad pigs um where he pretty much dropped off like some Americans, uh, uh, I'm not sure what nationality, but we dropped off some people. I think they were Americans, and we dropped them off in um, in Cuba to overthrow the Cuban government. And I guess Intel, Cuban Intel, got word of it. And when they dropped in, um, they was like, "Hey, they got us! Like, we need help!" And like, the U.S. government did not acknowledge that 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 we we sent them. So they, I think, they killed them. So yeah, that's that. And then he was also known for sleeping around with his wife. Um he was also known for sleeping around with his wife, um, Jacqueline, as well with Marilyn Mon- Monroe. And uh I I do not advocate affairs, but sheesh. Man. Marilyn Monroe was hot. But so was his wife. You can't have it both ways, can you? Hey, you know it's you know what's funny? John F. Kennedy actually thought that talking to the media he was like surprised, like when the media put out that he was having an affair with Marilyn Monroe, because he thought that him and the media had a special relationship. And I just want to tell you how far gone folks can be, like when they get to a certain status. You know, sometimes people can feel like, "Oh, I have a relationship with people who are manipulating me." No, you don't. You just have a leech. But understand that. Understand that certain people are not your friends. I think he misstepped there. But Ronald Reagan, you know, you know Ronald Reagan uh, in the 80s and everything that he did in terms of pushing forward the economic growth of America and um, the say no to drugs campaign that he also started, the D.A.R.E. program. Barack Obama, also Barack Obama, was in office and uh when he was in office uh Barack Obama uh, implemented uh certain measures of welfare as well like Obamacare and he also made pacts with our sworn enemies such as Iran that's actual what he did um and then he also I think he cut down the size of the military as well because we weren't well, we were in Afghanistan, but he also did that. Yeah, he cut down the military size, I think. And then but yeah. Yeah, so I think he was just kind of I don't know. I mean, I'm not really sure what I mean I really like I'm not really sure what he Barack Obama actually did besides those things. Um but uh, I do know that he was the f- uh, the first uh, African American president. <clears throat> so there's that. Um, Lyndon B. Johnson, uh, old Texas boy, old Texas boy. Lyndon B. Johnson was um, was president during the time of the Vietnam War, and a lot of people were calling for his head because he kept him over there in Vietnam, and. Um, a lot of people died on his watch. 
I don't think I understand. Like, this is real life. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I be talking about this, this isn't like a, these aren't like just characters in a book. You know what I'm saying? Like, think about it. Think about it. You got to think about it from the top. Everybody wants to attack the, the dude or the woman that that has the stick. But think about the person that holds the stick. They're responsible for everything that happens on, on, on that watch. Like, what do you think he, how do you, how do you, I mean, maybe he slept fine, but I, I probably not. I mean. I do know one thing about Obama when and this is whether you're doing whether people perceive that you're doing something in the office or not. It takes a toll on your body. I saw a picture and it could have been Photoshop. So there's that. Right. But I'm going to assume that it was the truth. But I saw a picture a while ago, years ago, that of Barack Obama, his hair was um, it was black and, and it was dark. And then when it towards the end, it was like super gray, just super gray. So when it comes to Landon B. Johnson and people dying on his watch in the Vietnam War, um, it probably affected him because people died on his watch, and that's serious. And some people were really criticizing him. So, yeah, but James Monroe, um, James Monroe, what did James Monroe do, man? He was one of the founding fathers as well, right? No, it's James Madison. uh, Who the heck is James Monroe? This is one I, I don't really I don't really know well. James Monroe. I got one William McKinley now. James Monroe. So he's one of the presidents that doesn't have a real picture. He got a portrait. Yeah, that's that's old boy, old dab in there. Democratic Republican James Monroe, fifth president of the USA. And uh, he was known for issuing the Monroe Doctrine, Monroe, Monroe Doctrine, limiting European colonialism in the Americas. He previously served as the governor of, of Virginia. So you know what? If I gave James Monroe a fair shake, I got to give Barack Obama a fair shake. I got to look up what was something Barack Obama did while he was in office. I don't have anything against Barack Obama. I'm just, I just was, it was, uh, I was trying to, plus like, it's kind of like, like I said, I don't know, one of my episodes I said like, like I was just telling you, like the contrast between like when Barack Obama was in office and how things went for my mother. I have a soft spot for my mother, so when she was struggling, I was also young, so I saw that. And then the contrast between when Donald Trump actually got into office and you know, my mom's life went like not. Be, I mean, I'm not saying like he what like he saved my mom. My mom was gonna get it either way. She's a hustler, but. She was able to, they were hiring more women on the base. Like, Donald Trump signed, like, an order for, like, more females to be hired on the base. And that's, like, an inf- now an influx of them are there. So I know that particularly because it affected my mother. You see what I'm saying? It's not because I, I have a heart on or something for Donald Trump. I, I don't. I don't. So um, let's see here. Um, Obama's um, first-term actions address global financial crisis, including a major stimulus package to guide the economy to recover from the Great Recession, a partial extension of George Bush's uh, tax cuts, legislation for, to reform health care, and um, a major financial regulation reform bill and the end of a major U.S. military person. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I noticed. Yeah, sorry. Um, I got to shout out Obama on this. Obama did get uh, Obama did get Osama bin Laden. He did, he did, on his watch. Osama bin Laden was put down. So, um, thank you. Um, he ordered counter counterterrorism, which killed me. Yes, yes. So shout out, shout out. He also, so you know, he had two terms as well. So. Um, it's very. It, from what I see, it's it's not often that a, a president can get a two term. So I mean, um, so uh, the number of American soldiers in Afghanistan, yeah, 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 he he brought some home. So I I mentioned that he de-sized the military, depopulated military. Um, a U.S. soldiers remained in the country throughout Obama's presidency, even though. Fell dramatically um, during his second term. Um, Obama prom- promoted inclusion of LGBT, uh, LGBT Americans 
culminating in Supreme Court's decision to strike down same-sex marriage bans as unconstitutional. Okay, so he opened up the laws there. Okay. And so um also uh so he did a lot of he did a lot of like kissing babies and shaking hands type stuff. A politician. He did the work of a politician. Um I like I like I said, hey, nothing I have nothing against Obama. Obama's an accomplished learned man. So Obama don't need my freaking kudos anyway. I'm over here trying to I'm over here trying to get it together. Bro, if Obama picks up a mic, it's like it's gonna cost you for him to pick up a mic, for him to talk. Probably gets paid like what seven hundred dollars an hour. I'm just trying to put it out like no beef. Uh, back to the presidents. All right, so now we got the Monroe Doctor. Yeah, John Quincy Adams. John Quincy Adams was the son of John Adams, who was the second president. That's about all I know. That's all I really care to know. James K. Polk was uh, down there too. James K. Polk, William J. Clinton, Bill Clinton. Oh, Bill Clinton's way down here. Ulysses S. Grant. He's on the fifty dollar bill, and he used to smoke a lot of cigars. And he was um a Civil War general, and um. Yeah, he died of throat cancer and also like um basically like on his deathbed he had to continue like working because he had to I think they like ran out of money or something like that. So he had to keep like publish books and stuff like while he was dying, while he wasn't feeling good. Um George H. W. Bush, Herbert Walker Bush, George Bush's father. Um, I think he also threw up on the Chinese Prime Minister. Uh, tragic but yeah um andrew jackson andrew jackson is probably uh best known for uh the trail of tears in which he pushed out the indians um the native americans excuse me from um their land and he took out their land i think it from some from oklahoma to something or something to oklahoma trail of tears and um He's also known for clearing the national debt. Um, it was a bit of a bit rough around the edges. Um, I think that he fought in the, Amer- the American Revolution as well, Revolutionary War. William Howard Taft, known for being a very, very large man, very obese man, very big man. Um, just want to say he got stuck in his tub. Uh, he was the he came after. Um, he came after Teddy Roosevelt. Uh, so we got where are we at in this? Let me just make sure that I tune us back into where we're at in spaces. So William Howard Taft. William Howard Taft. It's almost two o'clock. Oof. Okay, so he's there. So let's count real quick. One, two, three. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. Um, I think I lost counts. Seventeen, eighteen. Oh, wait. I can't. I gotta get this right here. Here we go. Look, like, wait, right here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24. Okay, so 20, William Howard Taft is 24. Thanks for bearing with me for that, gosh. 24. So we got Calvin Coolidge next. Uh, Grover Cleveland. Notice, just went straight over Calvin Coolidge. Young Calvin Coolidge. Young Calvin Coolidge. Grover Cleveland, I think he had two separate. Um, so that's 24, 25, Calvin Coolidge, 26, Grover Cleveland. Grover Cleveland had, like, two separate terms. So that's about all I care to know. Jimmy Carter, like, 24, 25, 26, 27. 27, Jimmy Carter, 20, 28, James Garfield, 20, um, 29, Gerald Ford. I think he was president in the late 80s. Um, then George W. Bush. We all know George W. Bush. World Trade Centers, Cherry Arthur, Richard Nixon, Benjamin Harris, Martin Van Buren, who was also Dutch, Zachary Taylor, 
Herbert Hoover, who was the um, president during the beginning of the Depression, had uh, boxes named Hoovervilles after him. Warren G. Harding, who was also very corrupt, very from, from Ohio, pretty much gave all his friends and stuff like spots in politics. Um, probably more along what you see today now. Miller Fillmore, John Tyler, William Henry Harrison, Donald Trump, Franklin Pierce, Andrew Johnson, who was also the um, he was the guy that came after Abraham Lincoln and pretty much was the reason that Reconstruction in the South happened the way it was and Jim Crow laws. I mean, he was pretty much, pretty much. Pretty much the devil's right hand man. Um, and James Buchanan at the end. So Donald Trump, I wanted to talk about that before I ended. The Donald Trump being s- selected president, um, kind of like, you know, he's a business guy, big business magnate, and it's like, but he's a celebrity. Because and um, we did that with Ronald Reagan too. So it just let me know from then and kind of there on, like, America's been all about like somebody that's important i guess when um when the cash flow needs going i think i think that type of stuff happens whenever we get in a situation where um right cash flow needs to happen and there's a change that needs to happen economically i think we go looking for somebody who can do that and uh it happens and it happens in phases so um i think that that's what's coming around this time it's like we had democratic president Two terms with Obama. Democrats are known for kind of stopping the collect cash flow, um, stop and then giving it to other things, and then. So we have like probably like the most extremist example of a Democrat, more extreme than and than what you've seen in the past with Biden coming in. But really, I mean, just a continuation of. It's just a continuation of Obama's administration, basically, but to the more extreme with giving our um, sworn enemies uh, like access to funds, you know what I'm saying? And also, like, uh, giving aid and money to other countries, um, you know, as proxies, sure, but things on the home front here aren't getting as fixed. But, um, I'm not going to speak on that too much longer. Uh, not because I don't want to, but because I'm I'm getting kind of tired. It's almost 2 o'clock in the morning. Thanks for being, um, thanks for tuning in, though. Um, like I said, I I will um, I will eventually get YouTube going and we can interact on live streams, live streams and stuff. So you guys just stay tuned, okay? Thank you for um, supporting. I, tr- I truly do. This has been Tevin West on Talks Radio. Good day.